4: um but you you know that that's a great challenge and uh, most of all you're going to be uh challenged by other teams if if we thought we were challenged this year we're we're definitely going to be uh challenged double that next year
2: and uh just as a follow up coach uh a takeaway maybe I I think you know you're always studying the game i'm sure you learn something from every season is there something that this season taught you more than than any other or, you know, what is something that stood out to you as kind of the lesson this season taught you?
4: Yeah, and I, I think um, what what you're seeing in the game today is these defensive coordinators, um, and I tell you ours included, are uh, very flexible with their coverages. So it's not just one or two coverages that they're going to throw at you. Um, they're, they're being able to teach multiple coverages and they're not afraid to use them at any time during a game. So that's where i tell you the game's changed a little bit. as far as, um, myself, uh, I, you know, obviously patience was one thing uh, that we had to do on the offensive side, uh, as guys learned, the young guys learned, or the new guys learned, um, very grateful for the job that Spags did with the defensive side. And, um, I thought that they, uh, We're a great example to everybody of taking young guys, teaching them and watching them grow like uh, they had to do last year. And we were able to really come to a strength last year um, on defense for uh, the playoffs. And it kind of worked that way this year with the offense.
5: Next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete.
2: Uh, Coach, congrats again. Uh, just question on the,
3: the lighter side here. Um, as you go into another parade, uh, I think we forget sometimes these are a bunch of twenty-somethings. How much of the messaging is like let's have fun, but maybe maybe not too much fun?
4: Uh, yeah, that was mentioned um, a couple times. So uh, it's great to have fun, uh, but you know, be smart.
6: Good next to Vahe Gregorian. Good Vahe. Hey Andy, congratulations again. Um things if I might. Uh one, Andy, I I think anybody that's around Patrick understands that he's, you know, got a pretty deep reservoir of competitiveness and won't get complacent. But I wonder if you might describe what gives you that confidence that that his hunger remains what it is and he'll just ratchet it up
4: more. Yeah, he has a he has a love for the game, and and so when when you have that type of love, especially as young as he is, that's uh, I don't think that's going anywhere. And he doesn't let all the outside uh, events affect his play. I mean, he's a, you know he's one of those guys that is known worldwide, really, and you know, that doesn't that really doesn't face him. And,
6: and the other thing is just uh, wondering when the last time you, you jumped on a dog pile like that, the way you did with Chris uh, would have been, and just what that moment was like uh, to, to let that out like that.
4: Yeah. Well, I was so happy for him. I've kind of been riding him a little bit. We we needed him in there and he was spent and um, he was tired, but he sucked it up and he got out there and he pushed himself probably further than he thought he could push himself. You know, I mean, he took himself to that, that state, you know, that wrestling state where you have got to you got, you, uh, you know, to really reach down in there and kind of get through that evil thing that's like kicking your butt in, internally. So he did that, and um, I was so proud of him for that. Yeah.
5: Let's go next to Jesse Newell. Go Jesse.
6: Hey, uh, Brad. I'll have a follow-up real quick. Andy, just to follow up on Vahi's question
5: there, which was that was that overtime or at the end of regulation when you needed him, Chris, to go in there.
4: Uh, it was both. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was both. He was,
7: Okay.
5: And, uh, I just wanted, we're mentioning Chris, uh, obviously Brett will handle all those things in the off season, but how much would it mean to you if you could continue this with Chris for more years down the line?
4: Yeah. Listen, uh, I I think, you know, V just said it before we'd love to have him back. And, um, uh, you know, they've just got to work all that out. So, Um, but I I think the the effort will be there probably on both parts to try to get something done.
5: Let's go next to Todd Lebo. Go ahead,
0: Todd. Coach, I wanted to ask you another kind of a fun one. I had a chance to talk to your son Spencer at one of the media day things. And I just wanted to know how much fun it was to share that moment with him after the game. I saw you guys got a big hug and just having him around because he's been out West
6: for so long.
4: Yeah, oh, it was great. It was great to have him on board and, I thought he did a you know did a nice job along with the, uh, the strength coach and staff they uh, uh, they really they kept us in a good position throughout the year and, and injury wise you know they they worked with the trainers make sure guys got back uh, quick so but no, it, it's great I mean there's no feeling like that to have one of your kids there and uh, in a situation like that
6: next to Nick Jacobs who Nick Brad, I'll have a follow-up. Andy, uh, my first question for you, what did it mean to you to have two West Coast offenses not only get to the conference championship, but battle each other with their different variations in the Super Bowl, and just kind of Walsh's offense over the past 50-plus years still remaining as strong as it is during this tenure?
4: Yeah, and you could even take it further to Paul Brown, uh, who taught Bill Walsh, and I mean that's something. I mean to say that it's time tested is probably an understatement, uh, but it's uh, uh, and they are different. Very, vari- we we've stretched ours in a certain direction, and and Kyle's done the same thing. Um, but it's um, it's you know like I said, it's time tested and really a good deal. He you know Kyle did a heck of a job this year, and I I don't want to let that slide uh, on this. He. He really is a heck of a football coach, and I, that game could have gone either way. That was one of those, those kind of games, and uh, I'm fortunate to say we came out on our side well, on the positive side, but it could have easily been it could have easily gone that other way.
6: Yeah. And and then my second question for you after the parade, what's kind of the next couple of weeks like for you out of the combine? Do you kind of take a couple of weeks to reset, or you just dive into 2024?
7: Yeah, well,
4: well, the coaches will take a little bit, uh, just a uh, little, right around a week off, and uh, but then we've got to, we've got the combine coming up, so we got to get ourselves ready for that, uh, and and uh, so and then it just goes from there. I mean, it's we're we're in the swing of things after that once you get to the
7: combine.
5: We've got two more. We'll go Darren, then we'll go back to Vah.
6: Go ahead, Darren.
7: Hey coach, uh, congratulations to you. You sound like you're right just getting back from this from this uh West Coast like I am, so my, my voice is not as good as yours. Uh two questions for you. Uh I read Jared Bell's article about Kelsey's sideline outburst. Uh just wanted to ask you about that. Would you not recommend other players trying what they did? You know, I know he probably caught you off guard and and whether or not there'll be any reprimand for him for doing something like that to you.
4: No, listen, um, he and I have talked and that's not a big deal. So I I wouldn't anticipate other players doing that. So all
7: right. And and, and then also, I mean the the stress that it has it probably gone for you and your coaching staff and the players, six years worth of of playing at a minimum of nineteen games uh each year. And you talk about the uh, you know, talk about Uh, the mental and the physical uh, drawbacks that that has taken, you know, uh, your coaching staff, families, and people involved in in to this type of success that you all have had. I think you played maybe 120 games over the last six seasons, which probably more than any team uh, throughout this type of run.
4: Yeah. Listen, I mean, we, we try to manage that um, the best we can uh, with the off season so the guys can refresh and get themselves back and ready to go. I think the way training is now, it's year-round, and so uh, guys know how to manage that, and um, and so it, it's all worked out okay. I'm not I'm not too worried about that. We'll go last, to Vahe. Go ahead, Goodbye.
6: Hey Andy, I, I know you're probably already looking forward instead of back, but but I I wonder if you might just be able to describe in what ways you've sort of appreciated the moment and, you know, just your own perspective on what, what this, this time has meant, obviously I know you're not done, but what, what, what this has felt like when you step back for a moment.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I, I to back to back to win one is tough to win two back to back is, is really tough. I mean, that's not, that's not an easy thing uh to do and <clears throat> to know that, the effort that the guys put into it, the, the way they stuck together through the highs, the lows, um, you know, you see offensive guys wearing t-shirts around and say, it's bags we trust. I mean, you know, it's not, it's, it's a joint effort. And, um, and so there, there wasn't an offense versus defensive thing. It was us playing and uh, as one group and special teams, likewise, Uh, you know, the guys jumping in and, just doing a phenomenal job on special teams when needed. And, um, and so everybody had a little piece of the pie and, and that's, that's gratifying as a head coach to, to be around something like that.
5: Coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. Okay. There you go. That was Andy Reed, end of year press conference. Uh, Tomorrow, the parade, uh, Pete Sweeney asked him, uh, did you, you, you kind of remind them to have a good time, but not basically not too much fun at the parade, you know? I felt like Pete <laughs>
2: and Andy were speaking for and answering for me in relation to how I drank near our boss. Hey, Cody, it's fine to have a good time, mm-hmm. just not too good of a time. I thought I was riding that sweet spot. I thought I was riding that sweet spot of having a good time, but not too good of a time, you know? wasn't like falling
5: down, drunk with my pants and my ankles. I was okay. Yeah. Look, there's fun, you know, there's fun moments that happen on the parade route. It's expected. It's of course I can't wait. It is. And it's obvious. Who was it? Who was the chief player that uh, <laughs> that had to be in the wheelchair though at the end? Oh yeah. Who was that? Oh, uh, which chief player? Was that Joshua? I, was that I wanna, Watson? I I don't want to say that about somebody. I'm not a hundred percent. I think you're in the right. I think you're in the right territory with the secondary. I just don't. I don't know for sure. Um, but that's part of like That's how you get the Johnny Gomes speech moments. Like, yeah, there's, have a good time. I'm trying to remember now.
2: Which Chiefs? It was Jalen Watson. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Jalen. I remembered. It took me a second, but I remembered. It was Jalen Watson. Also, um, real quick, since we're on the topic of the Chiefs, how should Andy Reid punish Travis Kelsey for his sideline Reprimand, I believe, was the word used. How should they punish Travis? I mean,
5: cut him? They should probably just cut Travis, uh, right? He needs to give a public apology on that stage tomorrow. Publicly apologize to all the kids out there. No, come on now. He came, he came in on,
2: no. frustrated. <laughs> and he hurt him. Um, this is not the first time. I, I said yesterday, I don't think many players would get away with that. They Andy haven't? From a, like, from a, he would let no. it slide. Not slide. He would be more understanding of it coming from Travis than most players.
5: Well, he's a, he's a hall of famer. Of course. They also, it's not even just that he's a hall of famer. They have a different have relationship. relationship. I mean, there, there's video out there uh, from earlier this season where after Travis made a mistake or, or, or got, you know, he, Andy Reed kind of bumped into him. Now, Andy didn't not, you know, get, cause him to lose True. balance, but that's what they, that's their, that's their relationship that they have. It's, it's definitely a unique thing. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm glad they won for a variety of reasons. Also glad because nationally, people would have tried sure. to make that into a huge, huge deal. Like a, like a reason why they lost. Correct. I do remember, I so earlier today, I saw
2: four different, I think it was four different, four different former NFL players. And it was like four different NFL players' reactions to this versus the reactions from sure. guys who were just commentators like me and you. The four players all said, look, I don't know how to explain this, but... Those interactions happen all the time, and players and coaches let them go all the time. They don't mean anything. Competitive people, like they man. don't, they, like they don't, like in those settings, in practices, like these things happen incredibly frequently, and they are let go even more frequently. And I, you know, like that's part of it that I try to at least understand from those perspectives yeah, I mean, on on the Kelsey end.
5: I mean, this goes back to even a year or so ago when there was like the whole the Eric Bieniemy and in arguing with was it Mahomes or whoever and like these are the some of the most competitive people in the world. Yes. And the best at what they do in the world, there are going to be heated conversations and moments. Uh, Tom Brady, you, you mentioned other former players. He was one of them. I think people listen oh, to what he has yeah. to say. Tom Brady was on the Let's Go podcast. Oh, I did. He's one and, of the quotes and, and, I saw. And, yep. and, and he was asked about Travis Kelsey bumping Andy. Here was his quote. There's always little family issues. And, of course, I don't mind seeing it because I was part of a lot of those things. We're talking about... You know, the GOAT, Tom Brady. I it, trust what he has to say about that course. interaction as well. So, yeah, it's not a big deal. I, I I thought people more than anything can just kind of joke about it at this point in time and, and move on. If they would have lost, you know, it would have become a much bigger problem for some of, people naturally. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't think it's a big deal whatsoever. Of all
2: of the memes I've seen of Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid, I'm going to be honest, uh, my favorite was the one about Gates. And it's just um, Travis Kelsey <laughs> yelling <laughs> – how can I help you? Um, because you know, or how may I help you? you know, like, you know, the second, and Drew hasn't an experienced this. So we actually just sent him there. Drew, if you walk into Gates Barbecue, the second you walk in the door, they're yelling at you. Oh,
5: have you been to Gates yet? I just want to let you
2: know, the person no. they're yelling at to order your food is you it's you they're talking to
5: we've dropped the ball here this is our fault i apologize yeah i do we've apologize. dropped but we haven't That's given true you kansas city experience we, we haven't been missing out. given you the full casey barbecue tour what barbecue have you had so far you've had joe's
0: um okay. and then there's another place that i can't remember it was okay. not gates though jack stack no haven't had jack stack not been able to go um, there yet i literally can't remember the name of it it's slaps. slaps that might have been it yes
5: there's a lot of choices.
0: But gates, I have no. I think I keep you, listing barbecue. You, you, Look, everybody you, you has you their have favorite me the story, though. Yeah, everybody has but. their
5: favorite and different reasons for each place. Depending what you're Mitch. wanting, some place have better sides than others. But if you've never been, yeah, you, you should to, experience y- you, yeah, gates. Yeah, you have to go to gates at least once. I mean, that's it's about as original as it gets in in Kansas City. No matter where, everybody has a different ranking where they put gates. Uh, but yeah, you gotta you gotta walk in that door. You gotta walk in that door Someone's just like, once. Travis has to do wind sprints.
2: <laughs> in order, you know, yeah. please gasers
5: he's got to run gassers. It's like high school football. Yeah. Continue to text in the, the punishment that Travis Kelsey should have for nudging Andy Reid. AJ Brown did
0: say that he'd probably be kicked out of the league if he did something like that, which I mean, he does have that reputation. Yeah. Well, people I mean, um, are
5: saying, Drew, you've been here for six, six months, right? Yeah. Almost six months. You got it. Yeah, we got to get you. We got to get you out more. Okay. We got to get you. We got to get you out to some some Casey Staples more. You've been to Boulevard. you been to Just once every like couple of months, we take them to a different barbecue place. Yeah, I think that's actually a good call. Them. I think we because you got to
2: find your place. You got to find everyone has again. Everyone, if like Gold's friend came in town, he'd be like, "Hey, here's the here's the two barbecue places I'd go to," and everyone has a different answer in this city because like the sides are different, or the flavor, of the sauce, a little different, mm.
5: and everybody's got their right. or
2: they're better
5: known for a different I, dish. I you know. know another show at the station once did a little barbecue tour in house where they had some different meats and they judged it. I think we go on the road though. I, I think we we get a little social media video to the place throughout yeah. the spring and maybe Drew's gonna find his favorite barbecue and, and, place. And we walk in and we got a camera or a GoPro on Drew and just let him have the interaction at each place and see what you think. I think maybe we do something like that. Okay, barbecue sounds incredible. I didn't have barbecue for for the entire week in Vegas on purpose. Other options to come good in time, are... Good barbecue now.
2: Write a thousand times on the chalkboard. I won't yell at
5: Coach. <laughs> I won't shove Big Red. Uh, I won't shove
2: Big, Big Red. Kelsey's got to replace Grant for the kick of destiny now as part of his punishment. I'll take those. I like these. Continue giving me your what should be the punishment for Travis Kelsey. Keep in mind, they'll have their Super Bowl parade tomorrow, so it didn't turn into anything. That 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 kick of destiny, by the way, I think it it was. So there
0: was something going. So
5: he he missed it again. Oh,
0: yes, but when they showed it, there was a, it, it looked a little weird d- just seeing it, and then there was a Wait, commercial. What do, you mean? what do you mean? Like it looked like like it had already been pre recorded, and it wasn't oh, like oh, oh gotcha. Like, like, a- we already knew that. Th- then there was a commercial about it, where. It, 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 I don't know. It didn't look like it was a natural setting where it happened. Hey, let's go out to Gronk and he's going to give us the kick of Destiny live. Like it didn't feel live at all. I, I'm not necessarily complaining. I'm just saying His I noticed kicks, it.
5: It seemed like there wasn't a lot of effort there. And again, if you if you he bet, no, run you, up to you it. got a share of what was it? Ten million bet? Like a share of ten that ten million dollars yeah. worth of bets? Yes. I don't know how many people hit miss, so I can probably find the answer. You probably a rigged it. So I the, hit win, which is or a make. I forgot. He about didn't it. even run up to it. All do it he did was we just stand there, and then swung his leg. No wonder he missed it. Yeah, it was the effort wasn't good. I forgot to do it before we flew out there. You can't use Fanduel in Vegas, so we had no way to to all of a sudden add that to.
2: Travis that. can get a ruler across the knuckle. Gotta go run steps. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta run. Anybody who's ever played a sport. Gotta run go step. run steps. <laughs> Someone says they might have to listen to me. Travis has to listen to me sing for twenty four consecutive hours. Seeing how he has a professional <laughs> singing girlfriend, that would probably be particularly bad punishment. For him, mm. I do think that there's a massive opportunity for the two of them to oh, do a commercial yeah. endorsing something in which it is Travis yelling and Andy. Oh, someone mentioned
5: a it. Snickers commercial, dude. Be great. great. Mm. You know, like you're angry, right? Hungry? Grab a Snickers. There's something there. There's absolutely something there. Or just tomorrow on the stage, does somebody make a joke about it? Whether it's Andy or Travis or Patrick or somebody that has a microphone, does somebody make it uh, a joke? Is he fake like fake like he's knocking Andy off the stage or something? Probably. Or does Andy intentionally nudge him off the stage? You know is there some yeah. fun there? I don't know. Just say, Who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? We'll be broadcasting live from the parade route all morning long, starting at 10 a.m. We'll be on 20th in Grand right at Hotel Indigo. Thanks to them for providing us a spot. They're going to have the bar open, by the way, in the lobby at Hotel Indigo. Also snacks, water available. Uh, so come by and say hello. Maybe that's the spot. If you're, you're trying to figure out where to go, you guys all know by now, it just gets very, very crowded. You want to get your spot early, and the weather's going to add to it. It'll be phenomenal. A little chilly in the morning, and then going to be gorgeous for this time of the year. Uh, for February 14th,
0: for February? Valentine's Day. Do you remember how cold it
2: was the last two of them? Y- yes, yes, yes. We'll uh, see yes, if, Nate, if,
0: if Nate Taylor stops by as well. Uh, yeah. We, we, Nate usually would, would join us. He said we would maybe try for tomorrow. So we'll see if Nate can join you guys there.
2: That'd be awesome. It's, only, it's been like two days since I saw Nate. Too long, you know? We saw Nate a bunch on the trip,
5: obviously. Huh. Saw, saw saw a lot of our, our media friends. It was good uh, to catch up with everybody. Uh, somebody said they won twenty-five bucks.
0: Uh, for the kick of destiny. Okay, so that was their share. Not bad.
5: Yeah. That's actually not that bad. That is a good share. That's a fun bet. I bet you more people picked yes than no. I wonder if you like. I bet you the share on if he made it was going to be like you would have like a fifteen dollars bet. Probably because surely Gronk is. He's gonna make the kick.
2: I a professional athlete t- with some training, you would think. Could put I him have the made for what twenty-five yards. Yeah, it's twenty-five. I've, I've made a. Th- you I've and I made, made thirty-yard 30 field goals. I've,
5: goals at the Super Bowl experience, 35. not this year, but the one in Miami. You and 35? I. Thirty-five. I don't think it was 30. 30. I think it was like twenty or twenty-five. But like you and I made a twenty or twenty-five with yarder. With zero practice. Yeah, and we're not athletes. Spoiler, no. I don't know if you guys have t- if you guys have noticed, we're not in the same shape as Gronk. That it's a little correct. bit uh, sketchy. That that whole thing. So you're you're going conspiracy theory with it. Well, it just looked weird. It didn't, it looked
0: like Let's we already it. knew what happened. And then there was a commercial about it in like the first or second quarter about it. And it, I mean, I'm sure they recorded it both ways, I guess, but but I don't know. It was just weird for it to happen live. And then from to already have a commercial about it and it all well, shaped around him missing the field goal. It was like,
5: I don't, I don't know. It was a little bit odd, I guess. Well, because it's still a commercial, so yeah, I mean they they have to have well, some of it.
0: Well, I'm saying even the kick it just looked a little.
5: Okay. Sketchy. I got you. Sounds like you wouldn't have had a problem if you would have if you would have picked miss and you would have got your free bets. Oh, if yeah, I got the free true. bets, it would have been great. But shows I, 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 <laughs> me I <still, laughs> the other side. You know, I
0: still think it would, I still would have called it sketchy. I'll, I'll take the bonus bets though.
5: Someone says the
2: commercial literally talked about him missing and then it happened like two seconds after. Well, so.
5: Yeah, look, guys, they weren't going ha- to were have a 60-second live commercial for FanDuel live in the middle of the whole game. Well, it's of course, so, some it, of it was pre recorded. The way that it looked, though, or the, yeah, but it, it they
0: took what was on the screen and then put it onto a smaller TV that, that somebody was, was watching. It, I, the whole thing, it was
5: just weird. That was Drew's Super Bowl. He didn't have Cincinnati in I it. He saw the that text. Was I didn't two. have anything that, that mattered. Was, that was his, that his,
2: his chance <laughs> to win. I saw
5: the text. That, that was Drew's Super Bowl. Well done.
2: That's a great point.
0: You know? Great point. That 10 seconds uh-huh. was life and death. It's too me.
2: bad, you know, Drew's got to be back here in studio running the show. I'd like him to experience the Super Bowl parade. Yeah, you may never His get team to. has never had the chance That's to experience such joy. I, I, the I, Cincinnati uh, Bengals have zero Super Bowl champions. Who was your baseball team growing up? Uh, I didn't have a baseball team. I okay, never so had a baseball for team. For their NBA team? Uh, well, I, 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 I guess was, the Pacers. Well, in you're in screwed because of Jordan screwed, there. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, also, and and if Leland,
5: it was the Reds in your lifetime, you'd be screwed. So even if it was Cincinnati Reds. What's your college football squad? Wisconsin? was it Wisconsin I
2: will say I don't, have a, say don't I, have a title I mean, in my lifetime basketball though uh, yeah. you might have some college hoops the
0: the year that they went to the national championship game that was very uh, that sucked to watch them lose to duke it was fun because they beat the undefeated kentucky team um that everybody yeah, we, was talking about. That was a lot of fun. But
5: Would you even have interest in going to the parade for a team that you obviously deep down? I, I was gonna yeah. Say, yeah. I, absolutely I had, not. going to say, absolutely
2: not. that so
5: quick.
0: Going, going, going to the game is, is great. Gr- uh, yeah, obviously would have been great, but going to the parade, I have absolutely zero interest in going. I I, I don't want to be there. I will say, if the Bengals do win, whether... We, yeah, you're, whether, you're going back to Cincinnati. Wh- whether yeah. I'm here, wh- wherever I am, I am taking... I will tell you guys, and I'm taking yeah, off... Fair.
5: The we already said Wednesday I'm driving we, overnight and I'm going to the parade. We are you like one of the first weeks you were working here. We were somehow it came up. We were joking and we already said, yeah, that's obviously we already we already figured that's the case. We were very confident in saying and everybody was like, sure, no problem, because we're like, it's not happening anyway. So everybody's like, sure. Go ahead and, and tell Drew he can go to his Cincinnati Super Bowl parade. It's Nobody's gonna, worried about that no,
2: conflict. Right. Cincinnati can win their next Super Bowl like they win it every year. Week thirteen of the regular season against
5: the Chiefs. I think they should have a week one actually when Cincinnati comes to Arrowhead for opening night. I don't That'd want be fun. An opening night. That'd be a lot of fun.
2: Chiefs lost that opening night game. seemed like such a bummer. Then they struggled all year and they still won the Super Bowl. <laughs>
5: None of it mattered. All right, coming up next, there is an announcement happening in a little over two hours from now. The Royals will officially announce their stadium site. We'll discuss the latest news around that, plus the random question of the day. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
5: Back here, Cody and Gold on a Tuesday. Get to the random question of the day. In about 10 minutes or so, people trying to get back in the, the swing of things, stay a little bit, a little day of work, and then tomorrow nobody's working in Kansas City again.
2: This is one of those you like. You opened the email inbox, mm-hmm. and you knocked out a couple of the things, and then you just kind of gave up by about 12, 12.30 this time now. You're done for the rest of the day. Tomorrow's cooked. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday's kind of fried because you know like Wednesday was there, and on Friday you're not going to start a new project, so it's also done. Just zero work done this week. Let's face reality. My wife's work just gave them that is straight up like you yeah, want to put in time, put in like as in like it doesn't cost you anything.
5: I know there's Free some time. smaller business offices that are like s- some people that look for sm- work for some smaller companies. They just went ahead and gave everybody the day off tomorrow. There's obviously. A lot of you out there listening, we appreciate that, of course, do have to work tomorrow and have no way uh, to go to the parade. And so hopefully you'll be listening to the show tomorrow. We'll try to bring you the parade uh, the best we can and and, uh, looking forward to a gorgeous day in Kansas City. We'll be live at 10 a.m. on 20th and Grand. I did see this relation to the Super Bowl and the halftime show. We know the the performers don't get paid, but they get a ton of exposure. And just to speak to that, Usher, I guess, got paid like six hundred dollars for the halftime show, but he's going to make over a hundred million with the increase in streaming sales, <laughs> concert tickets and endorsements on the, on the back end of this thing that I think was his streams were up 500% or something like that. So that's why everyone just going, it's hit, like, yeah, yeah, the NFL doesn't have to pay you, but they give you a $10 million production budget for the Super Bowl. They say, here, basically we're give you 10 million work with our, you know, th- this team of people that are, hey, I guess you concerts, could do it at
2: a discount, you know,
5: and now he's going to make million, you know, a hundred million dollars. Off of that halftime show. That's why so, you uh, released an album the Friday before the Super Bowl, beautiful. like he did. Genius. And then,
2: exactly, I'm going on tour
5: next year. Although, in fairness, when he does the thing,
2: I don't want to hear the new stuff. I want to go listen well, to the old stuff. I, well, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to go how... listen to Love in the Club. I don't want to listen to sure, you know, like sure. the other
5: stuff. But people are going to buy the new album now because of that. Well, and most of the time, when,
0: when, when. Or at least stream it when, to check it out, you know? Yeah. When you release an album and then tour, a lot of the stuff, like you don't, it's not only your album that you just made where you tour, because everybody, you know, they show up to the concert wanting fast car by luke combs you know it's not <laughs> like I, I want the album we did
5: we did i, I want the he, hits and then some he, some new albums he could have played at the beginning of the concert and the end and i would have been fine with oh, it. he could play it right in the
2: middle he did it was firmly an in the middle song wasn't it yeah and i was kind of drunk so how know,
5: quickly did he do uh beer never broke my heart how quickly did he do that one what was his first song i don't remember the exact set list uh, there were, I told you going in, there's like four Luke Combs songs that I actually kind of know and recognize. Mm. And there was, there was definitely multiple songs where I'm like, okay, I, I don't know <laughs> this just one on your head. Uh, yeah. It's fun. Again, yeah. good live show. Whether you knew the songs or not shotgun mm. a beer once or twice, he had his beer in a red cup and kicked it into the crowd a few times. You remember yeah. that Cody? No, no. What? He don't
2: remember. Well, I remember the shot cutting a beer. I don't remember, don't
5: remember kicking him. the cup. Yeah, he kicked his beer, his red solo cup into the crowd twice, and everybody went crazy because they got beer spilled on them. You know. <laughs> nope. Okay, that happened twice in the concert. <laughs> that did. Uh, that did occur.
2: Huh. Yeah, I do. You know what? Now that you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Good
5: answer. I <laughs> was in was the, I guitar, went to the bathroom. Threw the, bathroom the guitar one. pick to the crowd like three times.
2: I saw oh, him throw the nice. guitar pick. I remember yeah. that. I do not remember kicking the cup.
5: Yeah, oh. someone's like, Luke Combs is a next level shotgunner. It was impressive. It was very, very impressive how quickly he shotgunned that. I don't remember what beer he was drinking, but how quickly, I, I don't know what, if it was Coors Light or whatever. I but. feel like he comes across as a Coors Light guy. Nothing wrong, Coors Light. Nothing wrong at
2: all. It's just a perfectly fine, perfectly <laughs> good. I like, like I, I like, I drink Banquet more than I drink Coors Light, but there's good beer. Oh, you're original. I'm all over the place, man. Banquet? Equal opportunist. That's like Coors Banquet. That's like. Oh, the, okay.
5: Oh, Coors, Ban- Coors Banquet. Coors Banquet. Banquet beer. Yes, yeah. yes. The, okay. the, the, the uh, what color would we call that? Golden? Uh, yeah. It's like golden. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Little, little, is, yeah. Isn't
0: the color maroon? Isn't there like a maroon tint as well in there, or is it just gold?
5: Uh, No, it's like a yellow gold tape. Okay. Tinted
2: can. Anyway.
5: Okay. <laughs> That's exactly what I so thought we were going to do. That. You don't want to talk about the guy that's working on cutting almost a thousand pounds of meat for Valentine's day tomorrow. We can talk about
2: it in a minute. My <laughs> random question of the day
5: as a teaser for that okay. is about Valentine's All day. Right. So we can get into that in a minute. This afternoon though, the announcement that we've been yes. waiting for for months, if not over a year, at least that is the Royals stadium site. It will actually happen today. Guys at two 30, you'll hear the press conference live on six ten sports radio, John Sherman, uh, most notably part of that press conference will announce The location, based on multiple reports, the Crossroads site is the expectation for that announcement. The old KC Star Printing Press building, so not the East Village site, which had been uh, really the favorite. If you would have said the betting favorite a year ago and listed out East Village, it would have been probably minus 500, to be honest with you, the way it was trending at that point in time. then North KC site came into play. It was probably plus money. It was probably like 10 to 1 or something. And then all of a sudden, the KC Star... KC uh, Star Building location in the last two three months, if not less.
2: Yeah, that some right.
5: Tra- maybe less. Yeah, not even three months. Maybe the last two months gained traction. So that's the expectation. I'm excited that f- we're finally at that point in time. But uh, the the Crossroads site, I'm really curious to see how they're going to make this one work because I thought East Village, where there's no development, made a little more sense. I thought so too.
2: The because it's north of that area, they obviously thought it was direct competition with P and L. That seemed to be the hangup. Look, I'm going to try. What I've decided here is I'm going to reserve a little bit of judgment until I see exactly what the plan is—not just for the stadium, but their eventual verbal plan. I assume maybe they'll just avoid the topic publicly of the displacement of businesses, like over 100 or 80 plus. Yeah, yeah. there is a lot to. There is a lot in, lot more in the way. The previous spot really had nothing on it. It was ready to go. They seemingly could have just moved or settled into that location and just accepted that that was the spot that they were going to be and not displace really anybody. This site requires a little bit of that. I think part of their, here's what I'm hearing. I've talked to, I don't know, four. I think I was trying to count it up earlier and I was like, was it three? Four. Four different people I talked to yesterday. This is what I, the sense of what I think the renderings will look like today if you're curious at 2.30. You'll see the big park area that they're putting over 6.70. That's already being built. That's part of the plans there. Then you'll see the beautiful new downtown stadium. And then for a mile past that, you will see a ballpark district that likely almost reaches to the, or near the edges of the 18th and Vine area, getting you close to like the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum, in which they will try to connect those two areas. That's how they'll try to do the business district we've talked about through housing and businesses that stretch probably or close to that far. Look, I'm not 100%. I can't yeah. tell you factually for sure, for sure. I haven't seen the plans. But that's what I think their plan is for the pitch on this site.
5: Yeah, the, so that makes sense why Bob Kendrick is part of this press conference this afternoon, if you're wondering. He's one of the individuals that is, is listed as a presenter at today's press conference. So some tie in there. Um, just from a mileage standpoint, we looked it up earlier today. So from roughly the, the KC Star printing site. To the museum would actually be east a mile and a half about a mile and a half east, yeah. a thirty minute walk roughly, and a five minute drive. But we'll have to see specifically when some of the rentings come out. But yeah, they're going to have to they're going to have to move some some the eminent domain is definitely going to come into play, right? Uh, w- w- with some of this, probably based for something off of, of this, that size, based off of the site. What What I'm curious about is I would hope we, that we, they we keep heard, some of the local flavor
2: we, of Crossroads. There's a lot of small businesses there. Uh, I like I like
5: that they're there. Uh, absolutely, I, I wonder. With the Power and Light District, the the thought had been maybe the reason why the East Village site became suddenly not favored was that the city and others were concerned about Power and Light already Double existing. dipping in the same area. But if let's be real, if we're talking about this entertainment district around it's direct competition the, anyway, the state. Yeah, I mean it's a what, Cody? A, ten minute a, a, walk a, to yeah, Power and yeah, Line. Right. That's what I'm getting at. Which I'm like, so is it unless the District is not going to be quite to the level they once planned. I don't know. These are all things that we're going to find out at the two thirty press conference this afternoon. But what it was, someone mentioned the highway between the, the, the museum and the Casey star building. Yeah. On that side, that's why I, I, I don't, I don't know Cody on how they're playing on. I don't know. That. I, I think maybe, um, maybe it's
2: more mentally connecting or getting closer to that. You know, like I don't know exactly how they're going to try to
5: lump in those two areas, but they'd like to work that way. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you know, I love the renderings when this this kind of stuff happens, so I'm fascinated to see exactly what it actually looks like and more of the specifics on that. With them putting this out there, the April 2nd vote, and then you have the early voting. I think that starts the 23rd or something like that this month, roughly. So they're, they're meeting what they've said, which was by February 29th, they would let everybody know this site. So that is happening. Next thing will be the Chiefs. and. Based on our conversation with Mark Donovan on the show last week, it sounds like maybe they're waiting for this parade to be done with and we can start to get some more insight on specifically what are the renovations look like for all three levels at Arrowhead and then what are they planning on doing in the parking lot and Mark Donovan had mentioned uh, that maybe like a small little concert stage or something that could be done in the parking lot at Arrowhead near the... Kaufman site. Yeah, we did talk to... Not a full-blown amphitheater. I think he was very clear to point out. Yeah, didn't. probably
2: something that's like a few thousand seats. Something you could like... This sounds so, but like put a house band on right before tailgating. Oh, look, it's game day and this band, kind of smaller, mm-hmm. will play this venue in front of, you know, the 4,000 people out here tailgating. Whatever it's going to be. I think it'd be more that range. I don't think it would be like a full, what you experienced there in Green Bay and Titletown... But they have to announce their plans eventually, too. They've just admitted, and I don't think wrongfully so, as did Mark Donovan told us, which is uh, we're going to tell you after we get through all of this Super Bowl stuff, which makes sense. Why would it be any other way? I mean, that is a logical conclusion to jump to when you're, you know, like when you're thinking about where the Chiefs would be. Why would they start working out those things?
5: Even if you preferred the East Village site versus this site and all that, the one thing, though, that that has me the most excited is simply – if you downtown baseball, plain and simple, doesn't mean that there aren't questions with, and could this be yeah. set up a certain way It's a way or little set, bit different downtown or, or, location than you wanted, but still downtown or, or yeah. set up better or whatever. But if you've been to a baseball game in, I don't know, it's not half the league, but certainly a, a chunk of the league that has baseball downtown, you know what that experience can be. You get into town. You get downtown. The game's at six first pitch, let's say. And it's on a Saturday, even if it's on a work day. But if it's on a Saturday, you go down there. You can get there. Right now, if, I, if I'm going to a baseball game as a fan. You're getting there at 5 the Game is 6 Yeah, I'm getting there at 5-30. I know there's some of you out there that tailgate, but let's be real. Baseball's not a big tailgating sport. It's not the same setup as what we get at Arrowhead, which is yeah, incredible correct. tailgating. But you can tailgate if you want. But a majority of fans at Royals games aren't tailgating. They're just not. We've all seen yeah. it. Come on now. So there's some. But, but yeah, less. but it's definitely not the majority. And so the idea of being able to go on a 6'10 game and downtown and there's restaurants and bars, I'll get I'm more likely to get there at one o'clock in the afternoon, Cody, you make a whole entire day out of it.
2: Yeah, and that's the whole point about the 30 minutes. I think in general that sounds like an impossibly long walk. But Gold, if you and your buddies are like, Hey, let's hit up uh, hey, we're gonna go to the museum first. Cool. Then you walk ten minutes down the road, you find your first bar. You walk 10 more minutes down the road, you find your second, and then you walk 10 more minutes down the road, and you're at the... You know, like, if you wanted to check them out, you wanted to make a pub crawl out of it. Doesn't sound as bad now, does it, Gold? You're like, no, we're going to find three new spots to hit up. We're going to start with the museum. By the way, the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum is free for the entire month of February, thanks to the Kansas City Royals. If you have not been, you should absolutely take advantage of that deal. Drew, you too. And everybody should... Yeah, I haven't been yet. Everybody should get a chance to get... the, The Royals pay for it. The Royals charities. Pays for now, I guess it's three years in a row. Oh, great. So admission is free the month of February. If you've never been to the museum, I highly recommend you do that. Absolutely. But I'll be honest, one thing that stood out to me is so I've been to I've been to like the Twins Park and all that. I've been to downtown baseball stadiums. But Allegiant was a really good reminder. Being in the Raiders team was a really good reminder of like how badass a new stadium can be sometimes. I was a little excited about like that part of this possibility. Like I love Kauffman. I think it's a tremendous venue. I'm sad. I'm sad to see it go. When the Royals eventually do move downtown, I'm glad I've got a lot of great memories there. I've told you that, and I think that you could, if Arrowhead could be maintained, why wouldn't you preserve the history of Kauffman? But baseball, honestly, downtown baseball is is a it's a perfect fit. And what you see in some of these new and modern stadiums sometimes can be incredibly impressive, which is what I saw in Allegiant.
5: Yeah, the it's amenities are – and I'm not even ta- I'm not talking about suites or whatever. I'm talking about just in gen- your normal seating areas and what the amenities could look like. Got to get more more information on exactly – I mean, the renderings for Looking today.
2: Looking forward to the 2.30 time so we can get a sense.
5: Yeah, we're going to find it out 2.30 uh, live here on 610 Sports Radio. Random question. For you, Gold, for you, Drew, over in the text
2: line, 913-586-7610. Of course, you can catch us on streams, although we're having some serious internet connectivity issues today. Yeah,
5: Wi Fi run a little slower today yeah, for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah,
2: I guess too many people in the city Googling chief stuff, <laughs> costing us the old internet, uh, the old Wi Fi connection in the building. But, you know, we'll everybody's, get back Everybody's
5: trying to download highlights from Sir Bowl and yeah, stuff. so
2: typically you on. can catch us on stream or answer those questions over there. Question I have for you today is Fellas, ladies, how are we planning on saving Valentine's Day? Okay. Saving like, it? Well, we're screwed. There's a parade. Mm. It eats up a huge chunk of the day. Can you, if planned properly, make the parade also your Valentine's Day thing? I ask that because my wife is considering coming down to where we're broadcasting from the Hotel Indigo, working on some childcare, coming down herself, not with the kids. We brought the kids last year. They're five and seven. It's a lot of work. It's a long day. And it's even more work because it's not two parents handling both kids. It's one because I'm on the air the whole time. She said it might be the chance we have to hang out on Valentine's Day. She specifically said that.
5: No, so, so I get to go on the date too. Kinda cool in that way. Okay, so I get see. her something I, nice. I see. <laughs> Somebody asked to. You already said you were. You already said you were planning on it. So what
2: are we doing? Can we uh, roll? Can we? Can we roll the parade into like we did something on Valentine's hmm. Day? I don't know if that counts. Do we counts. need to do something separate? Are we shoving it all to the weekend? What's our plan?
5: So here? I don't know if your scenario counts because you'll be working, but. I, I'm assuming there are some couples out there that are both diehard fans of the chiefs. And so it, they are willing to make that part of their day. And maybe they'll do the dinner on the weekend instead, or maybe they're going to go get dinner afterwards. You know, the parade should be done by every, you should be able to get out of downtown by four o'clock at the latest. Right. Don't you think by the time everything's done one o'clock, they start speaking sure. at the rally in a perfect way. I would but say it's by a long
2: th- day of day drinking. Hypothetically it, dude. And all of a sudden now you're going to try to, Click we a really, dinner in?
5: We really are making us sound like alcoholics. I mean, there's every, I feel like the last 24 hours a week, every conversation is revolved around alcohol. I swear that's not. I just not, think that that
2: happens at but, parades. I'm not yes. even specifically talking about me. I'm just but talking about But yes,
5: most people, will not most people, a lot of people will be drinking mm. during the, the parade, to say the least. I, it, the text line's right. It depends on what you did on a normal basis for Valentine's Day versus this. If you normally don't go out for dinner on Valentine's Day anyway, and you wait till the weekend, then you're good, I think, tomorrow. Maybe you do the flowers tomorrow, and you do dinner on Saturday or something. But I don't think you can just write it off like, sorry, honey, the Chiefs are a dynasty now. I don't need to get you anything. I don't think that's going to work. It's a decent excuse, dude. I got to be honest. Of all the get out of jail
2: free (laughs) Valentine's Day excuses, sorry we had to attend the Super Bowl parade is a pretty decent. As
5: long as your spouse is also a diehard Chiefs fan.
2: Yeah, if they're not a Super Bowl, if they're not a football fan, you got a problem. You got to find a way to manage both.
5: Next line says, "Just get hammered and then go home and celebrate." If you know what I mean, that's what. That's not said. the word they used. <laughs> well, they, I wasn't gonna. Yeah, they fine. I just trying to clean it up a little bit.
2: Well, I mean, you can technically say I know, that. No, I can't.
5: But I was still trying to. It end. said
2: their plan is absolutely get hammered and then bang. That's yeah. their plan. Yeah, that's yeah. their yeah. plan
5: for Valentine's Day. Is that yeah. her
2: plan or your plan, <laughs> <Yeah>. sir?
5: <laughs> let's just let's just establish this. Someone says their wife will go to pray. Maybe home cooked Valentine's meal depending on how drunk they get. Someone says they. God, this
2: person way ahead of the game. Booked a hotel for tonight in downtown. Beautiful. We're doing Valentine's Day dinner tonight. Mm, walking the parade tomorrow. Look,
5: well done. Better than me. Well You're done. a better
2: person, than me. That was sounds, smart.
5: Sounds a little expensive, but well done.
2: It does, but I mean, did it's you see the life? hotel
5: the hotel rates for tonight? This happens every year around the parade. No, People book it Some of them are five, six hundred dollars tonight because you can wake up tomorrow. We've done this before. We were. It is appealing. We were at at the Westin last year. They get any cheaper than that? Then maybe I'll just plan on staying. Then I don't know. Again, we mentioned we're going to be broadcasting twentieth in Grand tomorrow uh, from Hotel Indigo. Really looking forward uh, to that. And they'll have the the lobby the look the 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 lobby bar is going to be opened up tomorrow uh, and snacks, water available. So stop on by, make that your spot if you're trying to figure out where to go. Come on and and hang out by us, please.
0: I feel like the parade is you you can do it, but it can't replace what like you you have to you have to have plans to do something. Or get something for them while also doing it because I'm not not that you're dragging your wife to the parade or in any of the texts like not that you're doing like you're dragging them because obviously if I were to go to the parade I'd be like hey you is it do you want to do this if not it's fine I'll be gone for a little bit but we still are going to do like make sure that it's not consuming your whole day sort of a thing you have to either plan something ahead of time enough where you push it to the weekend or have something that you do later that night. I think that that suffices good enough for you to still go to the parade, but it's not going to replace it.
2: I do think you're allowed a shove into a future date for this one. Although having the day off, maybe Tuesday, like is tonight the play? You know, make a reservation. Surprise your wife tonight. Well, Cody, a lot of at this. Not tonight? if you're off of work. If for whatever reason you have one of those jobs, going to let you off of work tomorrow, you took it off for the parade.
5: Whether it was Valentine's Day or not, though. Whether it was Valentine's Day or not, people. We've seen it. I mean, people will rent hotel rooms downtown the night before every parade. This has happened. We've done this enough in in town to know the the hotel lobby the night before is actually really really cool because just packed full of Chiefs fans and everybody's in a great mood and excited. Then you add in the fact that it's Valentine's Day. That's why the hotel rates are crazy this evening because you're right. People are going to double dip. That's actually a good call. Valentine's day kind of tonight. Even if you don't get a hotel, da- Valentine's
2: dinner tonight, go home off. Especially again, if you got a job that's off tomorrow, you took yeah. off for the parade. Yeah. Get a little, you know, like kind of a, it's a pretty good setup. It means you can stay right. out a little bit later tonight. You know,
5: someone said they're got an Airbnb.
2: Maybe Saturday, they got one on Carrington Sunday. Was not that far. Let's
5: crash the Carrington's play. That would be content. I'll tell you that.
2: Crash at Carrington's place? How clean do you think it is? One out of ten.
5: Texan, what do you think here? A so follow-up random so question. So here's where I'm confused. One out of ten. So what it's is the level <laughs> of neatness? How
2: about that neatness so, you think in Carrington's apartment?
5: It's one of two things, just knowing how he is around the office and in our interactions with him. It's either completely spotless, actually, and super clean. Or it's a complete mess. Or it's a mess. You can say, well, obviously, Golden has to be one of the two. What I mean by that is... We've joked about it on the show. He would tell you the same thing. He leaves some crap all over the damn desk here in in, in this studio. And shoot up okay, pins. and shoot up pins. So it either is one of those where that's just how he is at home, or it's like oh, it's at work. I don't give a damn. Uh, everybody else can deal with it, and my place at home is spotless. Or his his place at home is a complete mess too. I'm not sure. What with the five? I'm going to say it's a five and a half. Yeah, it's a five and a half. It's a on the cleanliness scale. He himself as a person seems to be very neat and clean. Like I never think he <laughs> looks disheveled or uncapped. No, we're talking about his apartment, not him. Yeah.
2: No, but I think th- that's, that's, that's sometimes an extension. Uh-oh. Messy or dirty or somewhat, you know, like people who don't <laughs> seem like they care to
5: take care of themselves a little bit. Has anybody been into character's apartment? Text in
2: 913-586-7610. So I'm thinking like more like a, that probably right. I would go higher if I thought generally he didn't take care of like his <laughs> shoes look cleaner his clothes look you know like if he were a little more generally like uncaring about his appearance. Mm. I would think that I'm his just judging it based massive.
5: off of his workspace.
2: Look his workspace is not a good indicator or if or it is a good indicator or, or, or I should say it would not or, be or, I should say guess. our work, our workspace.
0: Yeah, that is it's, not it's his. shared workspace. Plural.
2: Yeah. yeah. I've I've hung
0: out with Carrington I've not been to his place before. Okay. Wait. You guys hung out? Yeah, we went to Weston. You didn't I, tell us I th- this. I, th- I thought I was. What's
2: with Carrington and Weston? He likes Weston. He loves
0: Weston. He he Weston. Weston's fun. I will be honest. Uh, ha- he did not tell me we were going to Weston. So wait. So he said, "Let's hang out," and then he had you drive forty minutes north no, 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 or
5: whatever no. it is, thirty minutes. north? I,
0: I met him at his place, and then we and then he. I left my car like parked on the on the on the street, and then he we drove. He didn't tell me where we were going. So halfway through this drive, we're like thirty minutes in. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, where the hell are you <laughs> I taking me? I was like, me? honestly. I, like What is happening right now? So I, you've been to Weston, but you haven't I been have to Gates. Yeah, because I, I don't voluntarily go to
2: places very much. Like, if I'm going with somebody, fine. Someone says, my prediction is he has a chair, a TV, a bed, no art on the walls. <laughs> Just hasn't hung up a thing.
5: Hey, I don't have a ton of stuff on my walls either. I've got a couple of memorabilia pieces, and that's it. Uh, the, the, the walls aren't completely full on my apartment either. I've got, like, one, two, three. You've lived for, like, three like years. Four.
2: Put some stuff on your walls. Why? I have a. What do you
5: mean, why? Yeah. So
2: it doesn't I have look a, like Patrick
5: I, Bateman's place. No, but. Make like, it look
2: like you like living there.
5: No, I have plenty of things that, like, so I have a huge, like, Ariel Kaufman Stadium print that's framed up. And then and I have one corner of my room where I do, like, my betting show. So it has a backdrop of Chief stuff. And it doesn't look trashy. It's not like college Chief stuff all over. I have nice framed memorabilia.
2: It's not cheapy. It's not. You don't have like a.
5: Yeah. It doesn't look. It doesn't look trash. I didn't randomly. I don't have a hundred bobbleheads on the wall. Okay. You know. It's. It's. it's, I think it's. It's it's classy. It's clean. Yeah.
2: But you'd still have to. You understand that if you ever lived with a girl, that you'd have to minimize that amount to a smaller number.
5: If it was an apartment, yeah. If it was a house, I think there could be spot down in the basement or something where we could have some some a corner at least. Yeah. A corner. (laughs) (laughs) A corner. If not a full on uh, Uh. man cave or whatever.
2: Someone says, "I think his place is clean. He's just a slob where he are everywhere else." Uh, I got. I'm curious now. I will have to ask Carrington how play, how clean he keeps keeps his place. I got two kids, man. I it goes through various stages. Yeah, well, that's
5: understandable, Cody. You have kids that are making a mess Sometimes every five minutes. Sometimes it's a disaster. Sometimes it's not a disaster. It varies wildly. I think house. people get that. I mean, you clean up the, the house, and then 20 minutes later, your kids have made a mess in the same room. Mm. I think that's there's an understanding there. Pretty consistent. The reason why Gold doesn't have stuff on his walls, you have to pay more. This is true. I don't I, I don't hang the, uh, the, the frame stuff on my own. That's very true. I'll say this. Gold's fridge is immaculate
2: due to the fact <laughs> that it's empty. 99% of the time, there's not been a missed sauce in there or some leftovers. It had like two things in it the last time I went over there. It was literally just like a six-pack of beer, uh-huh. a water pitcher, and some string cheese. That's about but right. There was literally nothing else <laughs> in it the last time. I'm trying to think. what it, Right <laughs>
5: now, especially coming back from out of town, and I emptied it out before I left uh, for Vegas, it, yeah, it has the water pitcher, Cody, and it has, I don't know, like twelve yeah, like a 12-pack of beer. That's Honestly, that's all that's in there right at this exact second. That's about right. Is it, is it a full 12-pack? No, it's individual cans. Okay, so there's like. It's a mix. So there's like seven. Oh, I there's see. Like, yeah. There's like seven left or something. I had like, there's like still four bush light peach, and there's like some oh, cores. You're going to save
2: those for next summer. There's now. some cores
5: lights. Uh, maybe a boulevard weed or two in there. Anyway, that's the, that's the uh, random question of the day. Up next, though, the underrated Super Bowl storyline that exists. And what do we expect from Travis Kelsey tomorrow?